unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Hello, hello. Uncle Chris is back, uh, making sure the levels are good. How's everybody doing this evening? Welcome back to the Raw and Unscripted Show with yours truly, Christopher Roush, the place where I help you overcome the self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And boy, am I excited to be here tonight. Feels like it's been a minute. I was actually on vacation last week. Um, so um, yeah, so I uh, was on vacation last week and my show if you were tuning in last week, you got to see my original very first broadcast of the Raw and Unscripted show, which was pretty cool. Thank you very much, Shane Schultz, uh, the uh, director of everything at the Speaking to the Heart podcast radio network. Um, so anyways, yeah, last week was uh, a replay of my first original show. I hope you got to check it out. Um, I actually didn't didn't watch it uh, because I was on vacation. That was my wife's birthday. So I had to make sure that I was taking care of the priorities in life. So I hope you enjoyed that uh, past broadcast. I would love to know if you got to uh, if you got to see that and what your opinions and processes were of that. What's up, Larry? Kansas City in the house. Larry, what's up, brother? So great to see you tonight. Uh, appreciate you being here, man. Um, how's everything in Kansas City tonight? Is it humid? Is it hot? Is it crazy? Is it beautiful? What is it? Let me know. I'm sure it's awesome for you. Uh, but anyway, so here we are back live again with another Ron and scripted show. This is a solo show, so no guests tonight. And to be quite frank with you, the topic of conversation tonight is something that I've struggled with um, determining how I want to talk about it. Um, I titled it Facing the Truth. So we're going to be talking about the truth tonight because I really believe that there is a lot of distortion going on in the world around us about what the truth really is and what the truth means to us and what the truth means to everybody else. And my intention, uh, great, I'm glad it's a nice evening, Larry. Uh, my intention tonight with the broadcast is to really, really like just show how there are different aspects and different perspectives of what the truth is and what facts are. And my, my attempt tonight is to illuminate the fact that, you know, we sit there and we look at different aspects of what the truth is. And then we, we try to decide what is right and what is wrong. And that's what something I've struggled with my in life is, you know, like, do we want to be right or do we want to be happy? That's one thing I really teach in my coaching program, especially when I do relationship coaching is just ask yourself, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be happy? And it comes with from being kids, right? You know, we're told that when we're right, you know, we're good. And when we're wrong, we're bad, right? So everything in life stems from our conditioning process when we're younger of, oh, I got to be right. I've got to be right. What's the truth? What's the truth? What's the facts? How can I prove my point? You know, that's why uh, people get into to, uh, become lawyers and attorneys and politicians and everything else, because they're trying to figure out what the truth is. They're trying to figure out what the facts are. And to be quite honest with you, um, back before a lot of the internet and all the different publications out there, you used to be able to kind of go and rely on what the truth and what the facts were, at least in, in proper media, you could sit there and go to factcheck.org. You could go to all these other different places. But my point is this, what is the truth? What is the truth? What is the truth for you? What is the truth for other people? What is the truth for the world right now? You know, I think that's what is really splitting hairs and getting and splitting, you know, us as a country and sp splitting us as a world potentially is the fact that what is the truth? You know, so many people are sitting there saying, you know, this is the truth. Or you could check this fact or you can check that fact. 
you know, my goal tonight is to, to really eliminate that the truth is very vague and the, dr the truth is based on our perspectives and our positions and our experiences. And that's how I can get fucked up. And that's how I can distort relationships and everything else in life. But, you know, I just really want to get started with the fact of um, what, you know, what is the truth? When I think about the truth, I think about the truth being based on facts, ba based on facts, based on previous experiences um, and our perspective, right? So we sit there and we say, okay, my truth is I believe that these things happened to me when I was a kid and here's, and th these are the reasons why that's my truth, right? So it's based on facts, based on my perspective of my past. So if I sit there and I try to analyze how I came to the conclusion at four years old, that I was stupid and that I was going to be worthless. Um, think about that four years old, we're told so many different things. We're told to believe these things. We're told these by people we love and we respect, you know? So again, the truth is based on facts from our perspective, from our past. And that is the foundation of who we become in life. You know, as a coach, as your no excuses coach, I can easily determine pretty easily why somebody screwed up as an adult by going back to the period of anywhere between zero and seven years old. I can sit there and figure out where they made an agreement. Like if you haven't read the book, the four agreements, you got to go read that where they made an agreement about some sort of truth or some sort of fact that somebody from their adult caregiving days, um, placed inside their brain, right? You know, we are, we're born at nine months because we can't have our head grow any bigger inside the womb. So when we're born, we don't have the emotional intelligence to determine what is fact, what is truth, what is real, what isn't. We're born as sponges and we just consume all of this information. We consume all of this data. I'm watching, I'm sitting there watching my son, just like just taking all this different information as his truth, as the truth, as it is in that particular moment. Now that truth may change for him over a period of time based on whatever experiences he goes through. But when you think about what we design as the truth, our core fundamental beliefs and our policies, those came from people who might've just been more screwed up than we were or we are, you know, think about your parents. Were your parents perfect? Were they great? Did they go out there and read all the best parenting books? And did they, did they, you know, uh, discipline you properly? Did they give you the proper feedback? Did your teachers give you all the great feedback? Did your teachers fill you up and make you feel good about yourself? You know, we're talking about people who in their own right mind probably weren't right. You know, they were just going based on their experiences back from their parents and back from their teachers. And this is what I was told was right. And this, you know, we've heard it from so many different people. It's like, no, that's what we said was right. You know, we always think this, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty crazy when you think about life and that's those facts, you know, when I look back upon my life and I think about my truth, right? My truth could be anything that I tell myself. My truth can be anything I can tell myself because like I said before, fact checking, how do I fact check myself? How do I fact check where I've got some of these belief patterns when I was a kid? My mom's dead. I don't talk to my sister. There's nobody else around. So everything in my mind is based on a truth that I have conjured up over the years that supports whatever belief that I want. Let me say that again. I have the truth that supports whatever belief I want. So if, you know, in the terms of being a victim or a victor, I have talked to so many people and the only difference between somebody being a victim and being a victor is what their truth is what their truth is. How is your perspective on your truth? If I go back to being abused physically, mentally, spiritually as a kid by my mom, by the kids at school, I was bullied. I wasn't liked by the teachers. You know, if I take all those experiences and I say, my truth is that I'm a piece of shit and I don't amount to anything, then guess what? What am I going to go do? 
I'm going to probably go try to find things that make me feel good short-term gratifications. I'm probably going to lie to myself. I'm probably going to get in trouble. I'm going to probably do all these things because I feel like I'm a victim. That's what I say. My truth is, you know, I was abused. These things happen. I never knew my dad. I mean, I can go on and on and on. And then you looked at, you look at the, the victors and they're just like, yeah, that might've been the truth of the situation at the time, but it's not my truth. It's not what I choose to believe in. It's not what I choose to, li to live my life doing. You know, like I said, at the beginning of the show, I have so many different thoughts on the truth and thoughts on what I want to do to help us all sort of heal out of the situation a little bit. You know, every time I do this show and every time I do any show or anytime I do a post, my goal is that I can just get you to shift just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. And if you keep shifting, guess what? Your perspective changes, your destination changes. You know, if you get in an airplane and they sit there and they miss the destination by one degree over a period of 3000 miles, guess what? You may be headed for New York, but you're going to wind up in Montana. You know, that one degree will get you to that right destination if you really want to point in there. What's up? What's up, Scott Goyette? Nice to see you. Thank you for being here. Live your truth. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Cindy, so great to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Um, yes, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back. Um, so yeah, when you think about that, you know, think about just the period from, let's just break it up. Let's just break our childhood up for a second. Let's just think about it from zero to 12. Okay. What happens to us from zero to 12? You know, we learn all the basic functions. We learn how to read, write. We learn how to inter interrelate with other people. You know, we, we learn right from wrong according to who our parents are. We get confused based on right or wrong. If we have different friends with different parents that have different beliefs, and then we get confused. You think about the conditioning process just from, from a very small point of view. We are lied to when we're kids. We're told about Santa Claus, we're told about the tooth fairy. We're told about the Easter bunny. So we're told these things. We're told these, they're truths. Yes, they're truths for so long. And then all of a sudden we hear about it and it's like, what? Oh no, mom and dad were Santa Claus. Mom and dad were the tooth fairy. Oh yeah, that's okay. It's okay. No, it's, it, it, that's just a kid thing. You know, we were telling you the truth about everything else. Yeah. And then all of a sudden what happens? Kids start getting a little bit older. I've already seen Jackson do this. He's like, why does that man have a funny thing on his face? He had a growth on his face. I mean, he just said it. He said it out loud. Fortunately, the man didn't hear it, but now he knows the truth. He's like, okay, I see something. It's a fact. There's something on his face and I'm going to say something about it because I'm curious. I'm curious about everything. And then what do we do as parents? What do we do as teachers? Shh, don't say that. Don't say that. But it's the truth, right? Yeah, but we don't want to hurt his feelings. Okay, I didn't know I was hurting his feelings by just asking a question about what's on his face. Oh, no, no, we want to hurt people's feelings. We don't want to say the truth. We, we, we just want to, we want to be mild about it or whatever word you want to use. So wait a minute. Okay. You guys lied to me about this shit that I was super excited about. Now you're telling me when I'm telling the truth to dumb the truth down so it doesn't hurt people's feelings. But if I don't tell you the truth about whether or not I, I swept outside, then I'm gonna get my ass beat because I lied to you. I mean, can you guys just, just process that for a second? Just process for a second. We're, we're malleable little minds and we're trying to figure out right and wrong truth versus fact and, and fiction and, and perspective and belief and opinion and all that crap as little kids. And then what do we do? We go play with other little kids. No, my mommy and daddy said this. Well, doesn't, don't people agree? What's okay. So now there's different types of truth. There's different types of right. There are different types of wrong. Oh, my daddy says, if you're Jewish, you're an asshole. Oh, so if I'm Jewish, I'm an asshole. I'll, well, I'll go home. So dad, uh, Billy's dad says, if, if you're Jewish, you're an asshole. Oh, that's just, you know, those people saying this, you know, that's what they think. And this da da da. And we just get more and more confused. So you just think about that type. Thank you. What's what's up, Steve? Um, yeah, I'm super passionate about this. I'm trying to trying to get my my thoughts out in a very congruent manner because this is live. Um, 
so when you think about that zero to 12 time frame, all the different things we learned about, and then all of a sudden you take that and now we become young adults. We become teenagers, right? So we have all this messed up condition we're trying to figure out if we didn't have good parents. I mean, just imagine if we had bad parents, horrible parents, horrible teachers, horrible friends, horrible family members, horrible conditioning from zero to 12, you know, just fucked up all left, right, and center. And then all of a sudden we get into puberty. And then all of our emotions start going wild. We start getting body hair. We start getting this. Our voice starts changing. We start getting addicted to sex. Well, at least I did when I was 13. But anyways, um, you know, we start having these thoughts and these feelings that are going through us that are controllable. So we have now a combination of our physiology is changing. Physically, we are changing. And we're like, okay, I'm growing up. I, okay, now I'm not going to like the things. I'm not going to play with those kids anymore because that's stupid right? That's another truth. We're told like, Oh, when you grow up, you don't play with trucks and cars anymore. That's stupid. That's, that's for little kids. You know, there's just a nut there. Just think about all the conditioning agreements and all the different things that have been jammed down our throats throughout life. And then it's no surprise that we get to be middle-aged and we're like, what the fuck is going on? What is, what has my life been about? My, my life has just been about figuring out what's right or wrong based on my own perspectives, based on the facts of whatever it is that I went through. So again, when people are sitting there talking about the truth, what is your truth? Is your truth serving you? Are the stories that you're making up in your mind, are they getting you closer to or further from your stated goals? That's a truth that you can change. You know, when we sit there and think about what our true truth is, you know, and you go back and you think about the distortion of, again, my perspective versus your perspective. My mom and I used to always disagree on stuff. I'm like, mom, you beat me. You did these things. My perspective was that I was teaching you how to be, you know, a, a proper young man with manners and who listened to when he was told to do what he had to do. You know, again, different shifts. It's like, no, mom, you threw a Coke can at my head and caused blood to come pouring out of my forehead because I didn't put water in the cat's bowl. It was like seven other water bowls. So my perspective is that I'm a piece of shit or that your cats are more important. So when you think about that, if we make those agreements as our truth, how, how can we get fucked up? We get fucked up for the rest of our lives. Oh, I'm a victim. Oh, I easily misunderstood or I'm easily misunderstood. We identify ourselves by labels. And then we start using the words that don't support the fact that we're smart people. You know, oh, I always screw that up. Oh, I've been like that ever since I was a kid. We have these belief mechanisms that our brain that aren't serving us. That's our truth. You know, and another thing that I was thinking about in, in putting this all together, and again, ask me any questions. Um, ask me any questions, ask, you know, anything you got going on in here, please engage with me. Um, just to let me know where you're at. Thank you. Uh, Leslie, I, uh, she, Leslie says, I found you and thank you. Um, I finally found you. I found you too. We find each other. Um, like Scott says, live your truth. But again, that's, that's, that's a, that's a distorted perspective based on, you know, history. How well do you remember what you did when you were 12 years old? It might be a, a very important situation, but do you know all the parameters, all the factors that went into that situation? Or are you just seeing that from a one-dimensional, one-sided view that is probably not working for you? You know, when people think about that truth, um, that is that is pretty significant. When I go back in my life and I think about some of the things that I did, you know, I'm embarrassed about them. I'm, I'm, you know, it wasn't something that I did. And I look back now and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to beat myself up. But at, at that point, at 17 years old, that was my truth. That is what I thought was right. That is what I was expected to do. When you think about that, um, Serena here, what's up? I haven't seen Serena pop on. What's up, Serena, Serena here. What's up? Um, so anyways, and you know, another truth that I thought about this is that, um, is that, you know, I'm seeing people that are hurting and, you know, it goes back to the truth is that you can't expect other people to love you more than you love yourself. 
right? Let me say that again. You cannot expect other people to love you more than you love yourself. And I've talked to quite a few people over the last couple of weeks, and it's very apparent that people are in these situations where they don't love themselves, but they are settling or they are sacrificing to be in a situation where they get a little bit of love, a little bit of attention, which is more than they give themselves, right? So the truth of the matter is, is when you have to face your truth, you have to face the truth that you have to love yourself more than other people are going to love you. Otherwise, where do you expect to show up? Where do you expect to, what do you expect to have in your life? So many people are sitting there, they're, they're in this victim situation. And if you don't love yourself and if you don't care about yourself and you don't respect yourself, then guess what? Who are you going to attract into your life? You're going to attract people that might take advantage of you. You might attract other people that don't have a high self-esteem. You might take, uh, you might settle for somebody who is Mr. Right now, but not, not Mr. Right. You know, when you think about that truth, the truth is that you have to love yourself more than you love other people. And that's a lot of work. That takes a lot of work, but I'm here to tell you the truth. And that is the truth. If you're miserable, if you're, if you're sacrificing, if you're, um, you know, spending time in mediocrity in far, as far as your, your relationships and you're not in love with that other person, that other person isn't truly in love with you. And that is your truth. Um, then guess what? It's not going to serve you heading to dinner and catch you later. You're going to dinner at nine eighteen at night. The fuck what's up, Scott? Um, yes. Love yourself. Um, you know, so that's, that's really, that's really important. And that goes into to the language that you use. Like I said before, if you're using words that are negative and hurtful towards yourself and you're expecting other people to lift you up and love you, that's, can you see, can you see the, the incongruency in the fact of that? It's like, oh, okay. You know, and it's, it's just, it's just crazy what we do. We don't give ourselves the self-care. We don't give ourselves the love, but the truth in our lives is that I'm not good enough. But if you say you're not good enough to attract other people, you have to say you're not good enough to be yourself. And I know that doesn't make much sense, but you have to sit there and give yourself the self-care and the self-love. You have to show the universe that you, that you actually really do love yourself. Do you get up and nourish yourself? Do you drink lots of water? Do you exercise? Do you make sure your mind is growing? Do you make sure you go to the doctor and get, get health checkups? Do you, when you get prescribed medicine, do you sit there and look it up and to see that there, there's an alternative to that? You have to love yourself. That is the truth. You have to face the truth and the fact that you're not going to find love until you truly love yourself. And there's so many people walking around there like, like, uh, victims. What's up, Brian Kelly. Good to see you. Uh, so many people are out there walking like victims expecting and hoping, wishing and praying that something's going to fill that void. And what usually happens is there's not self-love and, and they're not getting the love from the other people, which is obvious because you know, it's hard to love somebody who doesn't love themselves. You love them, but you want the best for them. And if they don't want the best for themselves and that's tough to be around. And I know that there's a lot of people here that are trying to face the truth in that fact. Like, are you really happy and in love with the situation you're in? And that is a truth that you have to answer to yourself and you have to be honest. And that's one thing as a, as a, as a coach, I find that so often it's like on a scale of one to 10, how honest are you being with yourself right now? And it blows my mind when I first started asking that question, how many people would have to think about it? Like, um, well, you know, I'm kind of seeing it this way. I'm kind of seeing it this way. You know, the truth of the matter is you have to take care of yourself. You have to invest in yourself. You have to move yourself forward. And if those are the people around you are trying to hold you back because they're afraid of moving forward, then you need to get new people. You guys have heard me say that you're like the, the, the five people you're around the most. And that's so massively important. So if you're people with people that are holding you down and you're not feeling the love and you don't feel loved and you don't feel like you're worth love, then you need to get new people. My point is that you have to take responsibility for this. And my next point on that is there are no quick fixes. So many of us are, are sitting there looking and myself included. Sometimes we're looking for that quick fix. Oh, what can I do in, in two months? What can I, what book can I read right now? What podcast can I listen to right now? That's going to move me forward. But you have to realize there's no quick fixes. It's like when I was talking to somebody the other day, they're 300 pounds. And I said, and they're like, I just don't want to deal with this anymore. I just, I'm like, well, how long did it take you to get here? 
well, I've been doing this for like the last 12 years. I'm like, okay, well, I don't think it's going to take 12 years, but you're got to be in this for the long haul. You have to be in this to win this. You can't give up. It's, I mean, it's taking you this long. So you're just going to have to put your head down and bust your ass for maybe the next four or five years, depending on how fast and how hard you want to work. But you, there's no quick fixes. And I mean, you could go do gastric bypass. You could do, you know, a fad diet or anything, but that's not solving the root cause of the problem. And again, if you guys follow me for any period of time, you guys know I'm about the root cause of the problem. I'm not about the symptom. I'm not about the other bullshit. It's like, what is the root cause of the problem? Right? So we have to identify that if you're in a situation where you haven't been taking care of yourself, there's no quick fix. If you're in a job that you don't like, that doesn't make enough money and you want to, you don't want to leave it, but you want, you all of a sudden you want to make a bunch of money tomorrow. There's no quick fix. You're going to have to bust your ass. You're going to have to get dirty. You're going to have to get uncomfortable, right? You know, that is the truth. That's what the show is called facing the truth. And like I said before, at the beginning of the broadcast, I have so many different directions that I want to go in this because I want to impact and help you as much as I possibly can without spending five hours doing this. As a matter of fact, myself and Scott, Scott was just on here a few minutes ago. Uh, we were just talking about our new group coaching program that we've got launching here pretty soon. We're going to be, I'm going to be putting on a link on that. So if this is something that you're going to be interested in and wanting to really get past yourself and get over yourself, this is a great opportunity for you to do that. It's not a sales plug or anything. It just popped into my head. I'm like, well, I'm offering this. We're doing that. So anyways, yeah, there's no, there's no quick fixes. And, 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 and with that, please, please, ladies and gentlemen, stop hoping, wishing, and praying that something's going to change. I hear so many people when I talk to them, I've been doing these free introductory uh, coaching calls too. And like, oh, I hope it changes when this happens, or maybe it'll do this if that happens. And it's like, okay, you're assuming you're pontificating. You are, you are not basing anything on a truth or a fact. You're basing it on a hope and a wish and a whim. How about you find out what the facts are? How about you find out what it takes to make that happen? How about you talk to that person, have an open kind of conversation instead of hoping that they get it or wishing that they get it, or maybe I'll try this and then they'll get it. It's how about just being honest? Just how about just having a fucking conversation and saying, hey, this doesn't make me happy and I wish we could fix this. How can we fix this? What's the timeline on that? You know, again, no short-term situations is going to be fixed. It's going to take that long haul. It's going to take that investment. It's going to take the fact that you're going to have to face the truth and make some tough decisions. I mean, being unstoppable is about being uncomfortable. It truly is. Being unstoppable is about, about being uncomfortable. Having those uncomfortable conversations with other people, having those uncomfortable conversations with ourselves. I was talking with somebody recently and I'm like, do you realize what you said in the last three minutes is your attempt to lie to yourself? right? I can't remember exactly the context of it. Rationalize something by lying to themselves about the truth of the situation. You know, that is crazy. That is so stupid. Why do we lie to ourselves? Why do we lie to ourselves? When we think about the areas that we lie to ourselves, um, it dawned on me, like it was like a simple one. Am I happy blank? Am I happy with my job? Am I happy with my spouse? Am I happy with my friends? Am I happy with my coworkers? Am I happy with the color of paint in my house? Right? Think about that. Am I happy with that? Ask somebody that. Are you happy with your job right now? No. Okay. Truth. Thank you. What are you doing to fix it? Nothing. Great. Truth. What do you expect to change? Everything. Okay. You know, you're not happy in your job. You know, you're not doing anything to change it and you want it to change. You're hoping, wishing, and praying it's going to change. Come on. This is called facing the truth. Exactly. Brian just said it. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. You have to, you have to push yourself into those situations because that's where you grow. That's where solutions happen. You know, I talk all the time about be a part of the solution, not part of the problem. 
So again, if you're lying to yourself, if I ask you, are you happy with your spouse? Well, yeah, they're good. Okay. No. Are you happy with them? Yes or no? Well, I mean, they do things. You know, I mean, are you happy with them? If you have to think about it, then maybe there's some probing that you need to do in there. Are you settling? Do you love yourself enough? Do you believe in yourself enough? You know, this is about facing the truth. That's what this is really about. I want you guys to face the truth in your life and stop portraying it out to the rest of the world. I see what's going on. People are so consumed with what the truth is right now that they're like, okay, you're wrong and I'm right. You know, masks are bad, masks are good. Trump's great, Trump's bad. Biden's great, Biden's bad. Um, killer bees are going to kill us, whatever it is. We're looking for this truth and we're looking for the fact because we want to be right. We don't want to be wrong. But the truth of the fact is, is that if you grew up in somebody else's situation and their upbringing and their, their conditioning components that I just talked about from zero to 19, right? If you grew up in those situations, might you be the same as them? Might you have a different perspective than them? That's one thing I get, I get quite a few compliments on is the fact that I have my opinions about what's going on, but at the same time, I respect the fact that if you think that Trump is the greatest president in the world and that's based on your facts and what you're, what you're searching out, then good, go for it. That's a free country. Have fun at it. You know, I think differently. It's okay. You know, that's my truth. That's your truth. It doesn't make us right or wrong. It makes us different. And that's the thing that I'm seeing is everybody splitting each other apart based on their fact, like that is wrong. That is right. It's like, no, that's your truth. And that's your truth. And that's your truth. And that's your truth. You know, studies show if you sit there and have like 50, 50 people watch a movie, ask them what they thought of the movie. What, what did they get out of the movie? You're going to get so many different perspectives. Again, based on what I said at the start of the broadcast, those truths, those perspectives are based on past experiences, perceptions of the truth. You know, so different people are going to see, oh, I see it this way based on my perspective, based on my truth, based on what I, what I know to be right, you know, and that's the crazy thing that's going on in the country is that we're all right. We're all okay. But what's happening is people are getting pissed and they're getting angry because people aren't seeing their side of the coin. They're not seeing, they don't agree with me. So I had somebody the other day, they sit there and said, if you don't think Trump's the best president, then uh, you're stupid. I'm like, I'm not stupid. I could be a mean asshole right now, but I just sat there and I wrote back and I said, okay, what do I get to call you? <laughs> yeah. Nobody replied to that. I was like, stop doing that crap. It's okay. If you have different perspectives, it's okay. If you think it's okay not to wear a mask, it's okay. If you think it's okay to wear a mask, I'm going to do what I need to do for the greater good of everybody else. That's my truth. My truth is to do the greater good for everybody else and to stand up for what's right and what's fair to risk for which that mattered, to leave the earth a better place for what, who I was and what I did. And that comes with facing our truth. And our truth is sometimes very uncomfortable. You know, I sit there and face the truth that I'm 51 years old and I haven't accomplished some of the things that I want to accomplish in life. And that freaks me out. But guess what? I use that truth as leverage. And that's why you see me always say no regrets, no regrets. That's why I'm constantly pushing. That's why I'm constantly unstoppable because I don't want to have those regrets. That's my truth is that that would scare me to have those regrets. Um, you know, when you think about it, it's, um, it's pretty crazy what, the truth can do. And, you know, we've heard the, the, we've heard the phrase, the truth can set you free, um, which is true, but it'll piss you off first. So why is it that we want to avoid the truth? And how is it that we avoid the truth? When you think about it, if I ask you, if you're not happy, are you happy with your job? No. Are you happy with the way your kids are being in school? No. Are you happy with your best friend? No. Then what are you doing? Oh, I watched this show on Netflix or I, I went shopping or I did this or I did that, or I love this food or short-term gratifications to ignore the long-term results about the truth, right? So are you serving yourself? Are you loving yourself? If you're not being honest with yourself right now, 
If you sit there and say, oh, I put on a few pounds, it's okay. You know, is that lying to yourself? Do you want to look back on your life and be in a hospital bed and sit there and think, wow, you know, I shouldn't have fucking lied to myself. I was 50 pounds overweight. I was in terrible shape. I couldn't walk up a flight of stairs without being winded, but I, I was okay. I was okay. You know, you got to stop lying to yourself. You have to face the truth. You have to face the truth of the fact that you can't go on social media and expect to change somebody's mind about something so important to them that has taken their entire year to make up that determination about something, right? I just said, if you walk through somebody else's shoes, would you be the same? So what are people doing? They're looking for to gather the wagons. I want all the people over here to agree with me. I want all the people over here to agree with me. Oh, look at those people. Oh, look at those people. Ladies and gentlemen, we're all the same. Look at what everybody's doing. Look at what everybody's doing. And if you, if you peel that onion back a little bit, we're all doing it for the same reason. That's the fucked up part about it is what do we want? We want safety. We want security. We want opportunities, right? And so you got these different sides thinking that side is more about the, the, the freedom and the opportunity and the other side. Oh, they want this. They want, no, we all want the same thing. Go around the world. Talk to everybody. What do you want? I want opportunities for my family. I want my family to be safe. I want to be healthy. I want to have fun. I want to be, I want to go do things. I want to have financial freedom. That's what we want. You know, some people want power and greed and, and the ability to, to control everything and, and be the influencer. You know, I can't do anything with that. I can't do anything with what Elon Musk is going to do. I can't do what Bezos is going to do. I don't know what Zuckerberg is going to do. I don't know what anybody else is going to do. All I can do is what I can do. And that's really my important message to you guys tonight is to stop looking and trying to make yourself happy or gratified by making somebody else wrong or make somebody else feel like shit. You know, look inside yourself. That's why it says, don't throw rocks from glass houses. If you're miserable, if you're unhappy, then say, I'm miserable, I'm unhappy. And then identify the areas that you're miserable and happy in and start doing something about it. Don't go off the deep end about everybody else and what they're doing and what they're not doing. Oh, do you know the, the lady across the street? She doesn't, nah, 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 and this person doesn't. Nah. What aren't you doing? Right? The accountability mirror. You guys have heard me talk about it. Woo what am I not doing? What am I not being truthful with? Why am I so angry and bitter that people disagree with me? Why do I have to be an asshole, right? It's so frustrating to see what's going on in the world today because I know from all my conversations from people around the world, I've traveled internationally, I've spoken internationally, I still talk to people all over the world. We all want the same thing. It's true. We all want the same thing. We have a different way of going about it because again, based on our truths and the situations that have been in our life that have created that truth. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Truth can be distorted. Truth can be real. Truth can work for you. Truth can work against you. But ultimately, ultimately, the only person that can be really truthful is yourself with yourself. And I'm seeing so many people lying to themselves. And again, like I said, hoping, wishing, and praying that something's going to change. What is your truth? Do you still have the opportunity to figure out what your truth is? Maybe you have a distorted story about something in your past. Maybe you can go talk to a teacher. Maybe if it hasn't been that long, you can go talk to somebody and say, hey, what was your perspective about that? You know, maybe all these years I've been carrying around this hidden anger because I thought you meant this when you didn't. You see what I'm saying? We don't have those conversations. We don't seek out the clarification in our lives to make sure whether it's really true or not. We sit there and go, yeah, it probably is. I mean, how many times have you said that about something super important? Is it true? Yeah, it probably is. I hope so. I think it is. It's like, doesn't that make sense to go figure that out? You know, doesn't that make sense to go and dig into some situations and, and check your belief systems? You know, when I sit there and talk to people like, oh, you know, um, I've always been terrible at everything. I'm like, tell me about your last thing you did that was right. And they'll tell me like six or seven things. 
I'm like, so your perspective and your truth is not working for you, right? Well, I guess not. Okay. So what can you do to start changing that? I don't know. How about cut yourself a break? How about start saying nice things to yourself? How about going out and reading a book? By the way, there's a great book out there. It's called what not to say when you talk to yourself, what not to say when you talk to yourself. That's your first step, ladies and gentlemen. If you're talking to yourself like shit and you're saying that you're you're a poor excuse for this and you've never been a good enough that and you may you did some stupid shit when you were back there and you're in your in your in your um remorseful about it or you're um what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? What's up, Weldon? Good to see you. Um, um can't remember the word I'm trying to think of at the moment. But um, yeah, you know, when you are facing your truth. Don't take away the opportunity from other people to explain their truth too. You know, that's another point I wanted to get across. It's like, I see these people and they're, they're, they're not, they're not asking clarifying questions. They're not saying, well, what do you mean by that? What does that exactly mean? When, when I, when I'm coaching somebody, every word they use, sometimes I have to sit there and pick apart. I'm like, why did you just say that word? Well, because I think it means this. I'm like, have you ever clarified that? No. I'm like, so you're basing your agreements, you're basing your truth, you're basing your future, you're basing your happiness, you're basing your success on you think da 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 da. How about knowing da 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 da? Most people don't even know where they're going in life. It's like, do you know where you want to end up? No. Okay. Then how do you know where you're going? I don't know. I'm just kind of figuring out. Huh. Do you think you possibly could be wrong or distorted about some of the things that you're thinking about if you don't even know where the fuck you're going in life? Maybe. Yeah. I guess I kind of been that way. You know, it's, it's just crazy. It's just crazy to me. And that's why I wanted to bring you the show tonight and just really kind of delve into that and give you some, give you some jumping off points to really think about what it is that you can do with your own truth. You know, sit down, sit in quiet spaces, journal and say, am I happy with this? Am I excited about this? Do I get excited when I wake up in the morning and what I get to do and where I get to go? No, be fucking honest. If you don't, then do something about it. That's the problem in this world right now is we have so many people that are miserable that nobody's happy. And guess what? Misery loves company. Misery loves company. You know, if you can't get up and think about 17 things that are great about life, then you probably need professional help. And, and what kind of life are you giving to those in your sphere of influence? You know, if you have kids, if you wake up every day and you're miserable and maybe your spouse is miserable, but you both love your kids to death, what is that going to do for them? You both have the truth in your mind, like, okay, we'll do this and we'll do that. But kids know the truth. Kids figure it out. Obviously they're very intuitive, but then you have to sit there and go and lie to them. No, mommy and daddy just don't get along very well because of this or no, you know, da, 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 da. So then you lie to the kid again. How many times have you lied to kids? How many times have we been lied to and told that it's truth? That's my point. I'm trying to figure out so many different ways to tell you that the truth isn't the truth. The facts aren't the facts unless you can nail them down with precision. And some people go to look for the facts to prove they're a victim. Let me say that again. Some people look for proven facts to prove they are a victim. This is exactly why I'm screwed up. Great. How's that working for you? How's that working for you? You proved it. Oh, you got your bags packed. You're all ready to go. How's that working for you? You happy? Well, no. Okay. How about giving it a different perspective? Maybe it didn't mean that. Can you open your brain for just a second and think maybe, maybe your parents are really screwed up and nobody got them psychiatric help and you're really good based on the fact that you grew up with those people. How about that? You're a good person. You do this. You do. I didn't see it that way. No, 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 no. Of course you don't see things that way. That's why you have to change your perspective about that. Um, you know, it's, it's so crazy right now because even in this time where 
for me watching the news and, and getting involved in all this stuff, I don't, I see things from so many different perspectives and that's my job. I see, I feel sorry for people on the left and sorry for other people on the right. Sorry for the people in the middle. Sorry for the people who don't know what the fuck's going on. I just feel sorry and I feel sad. And this is my way of trying to find a way, even if it's just one person that maybe they don't go on there and say something stupid tomorrow that makes other people feel like shit just for having a different opinion. You know, this is America, at least where we're at. I know this broadcast internationally, but here in America, that's kind of what we do. We give people freedom of choice, freedom of opportunity. We don't sit there and say, everybody must agree with me or they're an asshole or they're stupid. I mean, come on, come on. Um, well, as well to say, uh, I know plenty of people that think like that. I know, I know that's why I'm the no excuses coach. That's why, you know, I feel my heart is heavy actually doing the show because like I said, literally, I've been thinking about this for a while, how I wanted to do this because there's so many different avenues and aspects of truth that I can share with you. But number one, my goal is to get people to stop hurting each other, right? How about we listen? How about we empathize? How about we understand other people instead of just judging and throwing rocks at them, right? You sit there and, oh, I have one person agrees that abortions, the, you know, should be a person's choice. The other person, no abortions, blah, 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 blah. Well, you're a dick because you don't agree with me. No, maybe this person has a, a bad story about it. Maybe something happened. Maybe something beautiful happened because an abortion didn't happen. Maybe you need to see things from their perspective, right? There is no real right or wrong. There just is. And the sooner we can bridge that and say, hey, you know what? That's good for you. I mean, there's a lot of things in this world that I would not personally do, but hey, if it works for you and it doesn't, it's not in my living room, it's not in my house, go for it. Whatever you want to do. You want to wave the Confederate flag around in the truck and drive down a dirt road, good. I mean, obviously we can't do that anymore because everybody's, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. But my point is that if you want to go do something that works for you, then go do it. And I want that same freedom. I want that same belief that I can go do those things that work for me too. And as long as we're living harmoniously and we're helping each other and we're lifting each other up and not dragging each other down, then why not? Why can't we get a whole group of people together that, you know, may have different backgrounds and different perspectives, but in this one thing, we all are striving to end hunger for kids who go to sleep every night without fucking food. You know, you want to get me pissed off? Everybody's talking about these fucking masks. Oh, the masks. And then they're making me wear them. Sorry, I'm going to get real here for a second. Um, why don't you go Google how many kids in America go to sleep every night without fucking food? Nobody's pissed off about that. No, they're pissed off. They're going to make me wear a mask. Okay. Wow. Kids are going to sleep every night hungry. Think about this. How many kids are in shitty family situations who actually got to go to school to escape the situations and now they don't get to do that? Who, who's doing what? Are you are you going around your local neighborhood and trying to see what you could do to help those kids, to help those families? Maybe if they're struggling, maybe if they don't have food, are you seeing if they have food? People in your, in your community, do you know if they have food, right? Let's be a part of the solution. Let's find the areas that we can work on together. And most importantly, let's take ownership for our own truth. Let's take ownership for our own future. If shit isn't working for you, get real, get raw, get a coach, get therapy, Go do something, go read lots of books, go immerse yourself in whatever it is that you need to do to get better. Because that's why I'm sitting here, ladies and gentlemen. Otherwise, the stories I've told you before on the show, over my over the period of the show, I would be severely screwed up. I'm not perfect by any way, shape or form, but I could, I could probably show you about a thousand books that I've read over my life. And the fact that I have a master's degree and did all these things and had coaches and I keep pushing myself because I don't want to stay the same. I don't want to be that type of person. I want to be an open-minded person who allows people to do what they need to do. But in the greater good comes around, we all chip in together and we figure it out. We don't sit there and look at, okay, you're black, you're white, you're straight, you're gay, you're Republican, you're Democrat, you're this, you're that, you know, let's just end all that crap. We're human beings and we're here to make the world a better place. We're here to get along. We're here to make, you know, 
especially for the generation like my son, I don't want to leave a shit show for him. I don't want to have to explain to him, well, you know, how do I, how do I speak that truth to my kid? Well, here's what it is, son. I think that everybody is the same. I think we're all really good people. And some of us are a little screwed up, but right now we've got this thing going on where they're trying to split the world in half. I don't know. How am I supposed to explain that? It's fucked up. We're human beings. You know, we're souls having a human experience. And my point is that we have to face the truth that you're not going to change somebody's opinion over a keyboard. So if you really want to change somebody's opinion, go on a post and say, Hey, you know what? I'd like to know more about that. Here's my phone number. Let's have a conversation. How about that? You know, conversations are in like 85% body language. So you're trying to do keyboard shit. You're trying to change somebody's opinion about something that could change the world or whatever. And you're just keyboarding it. Come on. Let's, let's, let's reach out. Let's listen. Let's have more conversations. Let's agree to disagree. Let's say, Hey, you know, I'm glad that's working for you. That's working for me. Let's, you know, let's focus on the greater good of everything, but let's not cast stones from a, from a glass house. Let's not ignore our own truth. Again, if you're a miserable person, then you need to take care of that. And maybe if you're, you take care of your own miserable situation, then you won't be so miserable to other people. And maybe you'll give love to other people and maybe you'll shed light on other people. That's what I do. I was a miserable person. Now I'm not. And now I'm a person that's all about love and togetherness and like, Hey, let's help each other out. You know? Um, and I believe we'll get back there to that. I think this is a really a growth opportunity for all of us as human beings to kind of reset and figure out what it is. Um, but right now I'm just so pissed off about the people that are, this is the truth and that's the fact. And here's this website and here's this. It's like, especially now in today's age, you tell me something and I can go find the argument for it, or I can find the argument against it. I could, it's the truth and the facts. There's factcheck.org. There's all that other different stuff. Oh, there's this and this says this. Well, is that an opinion? Do you know where that came from? Do you, I mean, do you know the ultimate facts of everything that you're portraying online in, in your, in your life? Oh, well, they said this and they said that who's they, where did that come from? Well, I think I read it on a site. Okay. Was it an opinion piece or what is it a fact piece? Do you know where that person got their facts? Were they legitimate? Were they high on cocaine when they did the report? You know, did they distort some shit to get some other feedback? You know, come on, think about it. Anyways, um, any questions? No questions. I realize I kind of went all over the place, but um, the grand, the grand gesture in all of this is that we have to own our own truth. We have to own our own facts. We have to get ourselves a break based on what I said before about the conditioning process that we go through in life and just really be a part of the solution, not part of the problem. And just really check yourself and focus on yourself. If you're not feeling happy, if you're not happy, if you're not feeling love, then you need to give yourself love. You need to face the fact that you can't be miserable for the rest of your life and expect that short-term gratifications are going to get you out of it. You know, when you think about that, like, oh, I'm miserable and I know this is screwed up, but I'm going to go do these other things that are going to hurt me. Then what, what's going to happen? Eventually you're going to get to that same fork in the road and it's going to be down the road. So the time is going to pass more. You're going to have more opportunity for regret more opportunity to beat yourself up. If you have a situation you have to deal with right now, stand the fuck up and deal with it. If you need to lose weight, if you need to get another job, if you need to have another relationship, if you need to move, whatever it is you need to do, stand up and just address it and get over it. Because guess what? In five years, you're going to look back and go, I'm, that's probably the greatest decision I ever made. But in five years, if you don't do anything, where are you going to be? How much more miserable are you going to be? How much more unhealthy are you going to be? How much more of a negative Nancy are you going to be in the world or a Karen, whatever they call them? Um, think about that stuff. Think about that stuff, right? I love you guys. Hey, um, just a couple of things. If you haven't, if you need it, I know I'm still doing a few of these, but I'm still doing my free, um, complimentary coaching calls. If you're interested in that, hit me up. I'll send you the link. It's 
no obligation. It's just my way of giving back during this time. I did one earlier today for somebody, um, just an amazing experience. We spent an hour just focusing on a core problem that you're having. And I download into you everything I possibly can to give you the most value for your hour so that you can go out and do some great things and potentially, you know, go pay it forward and help other people. So if you need that, if you need a coaching session with me, no obligation, no charge. It's my way of giving back right now. Send me a message. And I'll be happy to get hook you up with that. Um, like I said, also, um, Scott Goyet and myself have a coaching program coming up here. I'll be promoting here very soon. It's a 12 week program. It's literally a combination of his go love now program along with Mike's no excuses coaching program. So you're literally getting two coaches, um, for a stupid price. Uh, but we're out here to aim to give and to serve. And we really want to make sure that we have the right group of people with us. Um, so it's a 12 week class of two different types of coaching programs that are going to cover everything from love and fear to excuses, to, uh, legacies, to goal setting, to things that make you successful, all everything in between Scott and I are pouring ourselves into this group. So if you're interested in that, let me know about that. Um, but otherwise I just want to send you love. I want to send you all love. Seriously. Let's just take a moment and just really realize that we are still little kids in our heart. We're still trying to figure it all out. I don't think we ever figure it out. And if you're struggling, then this is your time to accept that and to wake up and to get on with your life and to make those tough decisions and make those sacrifices and end the addictions to whatever it might be and get yourself in the right spot so that you can contribute positively to the world. You know, just imagine that. I know that I feel great and I love helping people. It's the greatest gift in the world. Aside from being a dad, um, I love helping people. I love seeing people grow and expand and, and realize that they are their own worst enemy. You're your own worst enemy and you don't have to be. All right, guys. So anyways, thank you, Larry. Thank you, Weldon. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, everybody, Scott. Um, everybody who popped on here either live or I know you guys watch, watch it on the, the replay. Um, but anyways, I love you guys. I really do. I appreciate you. Stay unstoppable, stay kick ass, and uh, tune in this Friday, Friday Night Live with myself and Scott. Uh, we've got Mitzi back. Um, it's going to be a great show. We got Mitzi, we got Pamela Aubrey, we got Patricia Geigick. I got to remember how to pronounce her name. Patricia is a famous, uh, awesome person. Uh, so we're going to be on Friday Night Live talking about life. Imagine that different perspectives um, and just having a good time, having a, having a cocktail with it. So check us out Friday nights, uh, 5 p.m. You'll see the the reminder here in a couple of days on uh, Facebook, but I love you guys stay unstoppable, stay kick-ass and uh, I'll talk to you soon.